All right, folks, you are listening to the Ishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from Judea to the world. You're a part of it wherever you are. Shalom and welcome to my room, which is actually going through a little bit of a repainting. Some of the winter that had done some damage here is being fixed right now, so the room is a bit of a mess. But I am not alone. I'm here with my beloved Malka Fleischer. Shalom and welcome Yay. to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining me today, Malka. And we are broadcasting on the Land of Israel Network. And uh, we just want to say shalom and welcome to people around the world That's who right. are part of the show. Uh, we have uh, we don't have Rabbi Mike today. Rabbi Mike is not going to be in. That's okay. Malka, you're taking you're you're yes. playing. A I dual, am a Rabbi Mike. You are playing a dual role today. Hey, That's shy. okay. <laughs> shalom to you, Malka. And we have a lot to talk about, uh, including uh, the Torah portion, the double the double Torah portion, Matot Masai. And also, Masai. Masai. I like to say it like that, like yeah. ninja style. Well, speaking of your ninja, we'll talk about your tweets, your ninja tweets, <laughs> which are which are ninjaing all around. We'll talk about uh, the uh, uh, cursed um, uh, Bill Am and his uh, current uh, antecedent. Pretty, oh, no, the, the one say? before. No, the one that's now. The guy from now. Yeah, the guy from now who's coming from it. descendant. Farrakhan. Antecedent, I believe. Antecedent. But Farrakhan. I don't think you really use it. The bad Farrakhan. He's a bad man. He's a bad man, and I will I will try to muster up some anger about this bad, bad I'm man. I'm sure it won't you won't have to try overly hard. It's true. It's true. I do have a, I do have that faculty. Anyway, uh Malka, first thing I want you to know, I love this Torah portion and it finishes off the triad. People don't think of it that way, but there's a triad story. There's a few different triads, but this there's a triad story about Pinchas. About yes. Phineas, at the end Don't of say Phineas. I like Phineas. It's such a less hardcore name. It, Phineas. It, it Phineas is aren't hardcore. Phineas is not hardcore. You have some kind of sounds like a British author. Uh, British British people can be hardcore sometimes. Um, uh, in any case, Pinchas. Uh, there's a triad story for him. It starts first with uh, the end of Balak. Where, where basically that's the famous part of the story right. where, where the, the Jewish people, the Jewish men whore after these Midianite girls and then, and then Pinchas comes and he stabs through uh, the chieftain of the tribe of Shimon, Simeon. You don't like that, right? No. Uh, and he, he stabs I find I have, There's only a few biblical names. You like Josiah. That I like yeah. in English and actually like a little bit better in English. Josiah. I don't know if you're supposed to. Not Josiah, Isaiah. Isaiah, that's good, yeah. Isaiah's good. Caleb is pretty good. Yeah, all right. I would even say Joshua. You know? Those sound good in English, especially Isaiah, Isaiah. That, that does sound good. Um... So and then in the second Torah portion, right after that, which is which is uh, uh, after Pincha, after the this part of Pinchas that we learn about what he did, which is really in Parshat Balak, which is like the denouement. Again, that word, uh, those are words we were practicing on a different show. Malka, that with you with Rabbi Mike, which is like you had you Wait, had you were practicing that word. Yeah, we were practicing that word. So so we had the all the blessings on the Jewish people as as. The evil wizard Bilam says to the Jewish people, says about the Jewish people, because God forces him, and like it's the most beautiful, beautiful Torah portion. But then, the kind of counterclimax is that the end of that Torah portion of Balak, you have you have the Jewish people and the bad bad mess up with the Midianite uh, ladies, mm-hmm. right? And then you had the end, another like high where Pinchas like stabs through the uh, two main perpetrators, the main perpetrators, right? Uh, and then in the next Torah portion, you learn the, the Torah portion called Pinchas. You actually learn that Pinchas gets a Brit Shalom. 
he gets the covenant, the covenant of, peace, of peace, and he becomes either a priest, if he wasn't a priest beforehand, he becomes a Kohen, or he becomes- Why beca- he was from the tribe of Aaron? Oh, he is the grandson of Aaron. Right. But the uh, but but he was born uh, previous to oh, the to time, the Kohanic, right? Uh, to the Kohanic uh, designation authorization, right? So anyway, he becomes he becomes a a, a priest. Wait, or you don't you only get put in as he, a Kohen if you came after uh, the Ibn Ezra and others say that actually what happened was is that he he was a priest, but that he got. The high priesthood, and they're going to come from him. The high priests. Ah, okay. That, that there's a different ah, thing. Ah, he got okay. like the Davidic line of the Kohanim. Well said, well said. Okay, but then in this week's Torah portion, Pinchas does what he does, which is go out to war. So he goes out to war, and th- that's that's what he like. If you think about it, when we met him first, we met him as taking an act of war, right? He took an act of war. He stabbed these people through, right? Which was we talked about on last week's show. Uh, the question of zealotry, and uh, certainly mm-hmm. I'm here not recommending zealotry. But the point is, is that is that th- there was something there was something cleansing in that act. But in any case, it was an act of war. This week's Torah portion in Matot it says, obviously we're talking about the Book of Bamidbar, which is the Book of Numbers, uh, chapter thirty-one, verse six. Moshe sent the armies to extract vengeance from the Midianites for what they did. Elif a thousand for each uh, uh, tribe, letzava to fight for war. Otam veet Pinchas ben Elazar Kohen, letzava them and Pinchas the son of Elazar the Kohen for war. The, this redundancy Rashi is like because he was weighted as the rest of the of the twelve thousand people wow. that came with him. Uklei Kodesh and the holy vessels vechatzotzrot haTorah. Beado and the uh, horns, the um, the trumpets for sounding in his hands. Nice, go get him. Go get him. But yeah, but what's interesting here is like, why does it say trumpets? Because 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 Pinchas, we 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 know you as a man of sword. Mm. Now you're coming out with him as a man of trumpet. Man of trumpet is calls to God. Man of trumpet is, is looks up to God. Like so, you're not just a guy who like takes a sword in this lower world and runs people through. Uh, but rather, you 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 know how to herald God's strength. You know different how to tools for different work. That's right. And uh, he's he's doing the Hashem work, right? And not just being like an angry, violent guy. That's right, exactly. And and the holy objects, says Rashi and says the Midrash, uh, is um, the Aron Kodesh, the the uh, the Ark of the Covenant. Right. But there's there's probably there's I've seen in different places that there was like more than one ark. There was like a war ark as well. Hmm. Uh, and the other a thing, a war ark, a war, a war ark, the war, the ark that goes in front of the camp. What's in there? Um, right, I don't recall right now what was in what was in that specific ark, uh, but it was like a, a a second kind of ark. Other people say that maybe it was actually the 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 bones of Joseph hmm. that was the second ark. There was like two arcs oh. going around. Uh, the bones of Joseph they're carrying this whole time right. still, right? And and the other vessel that he had was the tzitz, which is the diadem or the head plate, the forehead right. plate, the gold forehead plate. And with Pinchas the name. had it. He had it. He had it with him. Now, this is going to be very important. Doesn't Aaron need that? Uh, not for battle time. Not for not for battle time. He for lends battle, it out for battle yeah, time. Yeah, it, you need it for battle time, right? So so I I this is one of my favorite stories here. So I'm just gonna. Okay, keep it going. Just keep it going for another second, which is, which is, um, as I said, he he gave him the seats, 
who hatas. This is the the, the metal plate. Shesam akoyin gadol al mitzcho that that the coin the the high priest puts on his forehead. All right. Now, here we go. So, so what happened was is that when they got close to Bilam, who's a midgenite and who got the midgenites to do this thing, guess what happens? He goes flying. What? That's right. He go. He goes. He goes. The Bilam is a wizard. Now what? Bilam, oh, Bilam is a wizard. Bilam is I, I a got wizard. Scared for a second. And it's important for you to get yeah. into the uh, what do you call Harry Potter Harry mode. Harry Potter mode. Exactly. <laughs> exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Harry Potter mode activated. When, when Pinchas, there's people that say that when Pinchas saw Bilam, that is flying in the air, one second, what did I miss here? Um, right, okay, so, oh, here it is. When they, when they came to fight, when the, when the Jews came to fight the Midianites, yeah. Bilam took the five kings of Midian and yeah. he, and he, Put the spell on them; they all flew. Now, there's either a fly to escape or fly for battle. Different versions. What's the of name it. of those Asian movies where the like oh, the heroes are all flying in there? Hidden Tiger, something dragon. dragon. But that's dragon. a type of movie, isn't that? Isn't it called something? I, believe me, I don't know. So, but I can envision it like that. Yeah, Everyone's like, oh, wearing like a cloak. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're doing the thing. That's exactly the point here. So. So 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 Bilam's like yeah, and they, they and they and his five like kings they're like whoosh, they're flying okay. Miyad hiralu pinchas et tzitzah kodesh. So pinchas shone the the tzitzah kodesh. Some people say with lasers. Laser beams. Okay, and shesham shesham Hashem chakukbo that the name of God is written in it is engraved in it. V'neflu kulam v'metu. Okay, nice. they all fell out of the sky. He shot them out of the sky wow. with the obviously Guided the missiles. original, the original Iron Dome. Nice, the original Iron Dome. Yes, Gold Dome. But 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 the story doesn't end there because the Midrash has a lot to say. So he says, um, um, okay, Other people say when Pinchas saw Bilam, that he's flying the air. He said the 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 full name of God. And he flew himself. He flew right above them, hidden dragon, snappy dragon. Okay. So he, he knocked him to the ground, but Bill was like, ow, that really hurt. But he's okay. And he said, he gets back in the air? Wait. He took, so Pinchas takes out a, saw, a sword to Ooh. run him through. Go. Bill goes, uh, goes uh, illegal here. What? Foul? No, Pin- Bilam says to Pinchas, he begs him, oh. don't kill me. Because the bad guys, they're very good like that. Last minute, they'll be We're like, classic. We fall for that. Yeah. Oh, come on. I, I don't, kill don't kill me. Don't spare me. He you're, says, you're an agent of mercy. Right. right. You're, you're a Los Angeles police officer. You would never hurt me. It's like, yeah. Anyway, um... If you leave me alive, I promise never to do oh, bad to you. Interesting, again. interesting, interesting, interesting. Back right. to the negotiation table. Right. Amarlo Pinchas. Pinchas says to me, Wait, they're talking on they're on the ground. Where are they? Are they in the air? They're on the ground. They fell down to the ground. They're like They're okay. down on the ground. He takes out a sword. He's about to run him through. Sling. And then and then Pinchas, uh, uh, like, hang is on. Like, Before you kill me, I promise. I'll do chuba. I'm a partner for peace. I could be, I could use my powers for good. Oh, I've learned my lesson. Look, um, yeah. Yeah. We'll walk off. Yeah, this is like a Disney movie. Okay. 
Wait that one. Right. I just don't I don't hear you well enough for some reason, Maka. Give me a one, two, three there. One, two, three. Do you hear me? Do it again. One, two, yeah, three. Yeah, okay, good. You sound okay. So okay. Phew. It was in my, my, my headphone, oh, your headphone. Wasn't, wasn't enough. Okay, yet. so yeah. Okay. They're on the ground. They're on the There's ground. There's about to be a running through. Right. As then he says, I'm a partner for peace. I've, right. I've, I've learned my lesson. I'm very sorry for having said anti-Semitic statements. Right. And and now I've gone through sensitivity training and I, I'm really, really sorry. And the and Jewish I, people I went have a the- noble heritage of many thousand years. And I went to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. Yes, and, D. C. and a lot and of rabbis really, really nice to me. I really and now it. I feel totally different. Right, okay. Yeah. So, so Pinchas says to him, Are you not uh, either related to or coming from or the, the um, what's it called? Gilgul? The descendant. Oh, the Gilgul? Uh, like the, the reincarnation? Gilgul, right, of Lavan Ha'amari. Arame, excuse me, Lavan Ha'arami. Laban, the Aramite, yes. the old, uh, the old uh, father-in-law. Of, of Yaakov, did you not try to get rid of Yaakov from this world? You caused him to go down to Egypt. Did you not cause uh, Egypt to uh, fight, uh, excuse me, to send Amalek to kill the Jews? Mm. There's a lot of mixture here of different, of different stories. All right. Wait, what's the rest of everybody doing right now? What are the Jews doing? What's all the people There's doing? There's a battle going on. There's oh, a they're little, fighting? There's a little conversation happening, a little convo, a little mano y mano uh, between he says he says to him, Are you are you not are, are you are, are you not kind of he conglomerates all the, the, the bad stuff? Like a stories. bad guy who's done a lot of bad stuff and a lot of permutations. Right. You you try to get rid of Yaakov. You are the one who caused the Jewish people to go down to, to Egypt. And when the Jews came out of Egypt, did you not did you not tell Amalek to fight us? Now you've done all that you could to do bad for the Jews. But when you saw that you weren't able to do bad for them, that, that God told you, you, you tried to curse the people, but you couldn't because God didn't let you. You gave the Midianites a, a very you know good piece of advice, which was evil, in order to fell 24,000 uh, Jewish men through the suggestion of the Midianite gals. What do you mean fell 24,000 people? 24,000 Jewish men fell, died in a plague oh, that right, came because of, that. of this thing. It's a lot. And therefore, because you've done all this, I can't leave you al- alive. Nice. He ran him through. Bam. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. That's one version. That's sec- second version. Third version. Other people say, Actually, That sounds Pinchas, more reasonable if Pinchas is Ashkenazi. Right. Yep. That's, that's how you get he, us every single saw, time. We happened? are so soft like that. Right. He saw that he was doing tshuva. He asked Moshe, should I kill him or not? This is really Jewish. Wait, they're like, hang on. Hang on. Let me get the rabbis. Moish. Moish, get over here. <laughs> Sit down already. Stop. St- Yankee. Not, not, it's not a time to make a coffee and nash right now. We need right a base den. Moshe beit dino v'diber ito v'danu oto v'yatsa dino l'itchayev. Because he got 24,000 people killed, so his, his judgment right. was to die. Right, okay. V'kach hiva she'aragadu, and then he killed him. Oh. Right? Okay, fine. Um, so basically the same. Basically the same, but this time you see that 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 it there's was like a thinking process, right? Like less he, right. less uh, emotion. So the first more one is logic. he shot him out of the sky. The next one they had a convo, and then he killed him. The third one is 
All right. We'll think about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll look in the book. We'll look in the book and the whole thing. But this one goes different. Fifth one. He wasn't able to kill him in any kind of way, maybe because of his power of Bilam, the evil wizard. He said to somebody else named Tzilia, he told him, you kill him. But he didn't want to kill him with the full name of God. Why? Why does everyone have this access to this full name of God? The the big folks do. You know what I mean? If but I never if, heard of this guy. If you're in the club, Celia. Hey, just because you didn't hear about it doesn't. I'm telling well, I'm you now. I'm just saying. You said big guys. Yeah, the midrash calls him. Okay, so he didn't want to kill him. He was from Shevendan. He didn't want to use the full name of God. Why is that? Because he didn't want to kill him through kedusha. He didn't want to kill him. You don't deserve, you don't deserve to, to die, die in the name Kedusha. of God. That's right. I'm going to kill you the regular way. Because, because Bilam himself said, May my death be the our, our righteous and honorable and death. And they're like, no. No. Bam. Right? So what did Tzilia do? He took out a sword. Who has a sword? Tzilia. Celia, the, the, incidentally, have you noticed that the tribe of Dan is very good in a pinch like that? Yeah. We have Hushim ben Dan, sure. who killed uh, Asaph when they couldn't bury Yaakov. Wait, and right. now you got another Danite. And don't forget, of course, one of the greatest Danites of them all, which is uh, Shimshon. Right. He's they're like, they're... Yeah, they're awesome. They're tough guys. They're great. They're, they're Golani. That's right. Okay. Uh, so he took out a sword that had an image of a snake from both sides. And then he killed him. Tzilia okay. took out the sword that had a snake Snakes. on both sides of the sword. Can you see that? The special snake sword? I can see it on my mind's eye. You know, it's like a black like like thing on the silver. Oh, you think it's the, black? I just think it's etched in. It's etched in, but Little like grooves. dark. Yeah, grooves. And it's got a snake, okay? I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, no, not good. But it's the special sword, the, the, special, the special sword. All right. Okay. Uh, um... Why, why did they use the sword? Just like Bilam used to go after snakes in terms of his divinities. He used what, he worshipped snakes? He somehow either focused, meditated, used snakes. Snakes is also... We had word. snakes. Yeah, but Nachash also is like... Nachash is Nachesh. It's a kind of... It's a kind of... Uh, a Vodazar. It's a kind of... Uh, idol cultic worship? Cultic idol worship. Hmm. When he did his ksamim, when he did his magics, it says that in, in the first parsha. So he was therefore killed with the the sword of the snake that he that he used in in his magic. So basically, it came back to haunt him. Mm. Um, finally, it says why why was that is does it say that he was run through by the sword? Lehodiano, listen to this. This part's very interesting. Just like Bilam was actually from a sword culture, but used the mouth, the spiritual, the words to try to curse the Jews. So who tafas emunatam shel Israel shekol kocham bepeh ubikesh lekalam bepeh? Just like he used the power of the, Jews. of the Jews to try to curse them with the mouth, with, with holiness, with words. Which is our special way. Which are special way. So the Jews took their way, which is the way of the sword. He used his things, his right. strengths against, against him. him. I'm sure there's a current events lesson in there. It says, it says that about, uh, about Asaph, it says that you'll live by the sword. 
And therefore, they, they turned it around on him and they killed him with a sword mm-hmm. and not with a curse. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to use the name of God mm-hmm. to curse mm-hmm. him. They didn't want to mm-hmm. give him that thing back. They wanted to be like, we'll Wouldn't play. Give you the satisfaction. Right, we'll, we'll lower yourself down to your lower plane and get you in your way. We're not going to give you the Mot Yesharim. We're not going to give you at least this I died through the death name of, of the right. holy name of God. There you go. So wow. a lot of intense stuff here. Yeah. A lot of intense stuff. And what I love about this, and the, here's, here's an irony. So sometimes, sometimes you'll have a person, you'll tell them like, you know, the Jewish people, we've got these kind of legends. Like, you know, the sword and the stone, the famous uh, story about how Arthur, King, King Arthur. Arthur pulled out the sword. What was the sword's name? Uh, oh, Excalibur. Excalibur. No, Guinevere's the lady. Sorry, I got confused. Excalibur. Uh, and what's the horse's name from, from, Al- from Alexander? Bucephalus. Bucephalus. Okay. These, 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 Thank like, you for helping me to display all my random knowledge. But those things, you know, they go th- down through the generations. Well, we have a story that, guess what? There was a staff in Yitro's backyard, Jethro's backyard, and nobody could pull the sta- staff out of the stone until Moses came and it pulled right out. What I like those things, and I think that they're great, and I think they're great to teach the kids. I think it's great to show them the lights and magic, the energy, the flight, the whole thing of Bob that's in the Torah and, and people say, no, that's bad because you're just like the Goyim. I say, no, you got it all wrong. We got all the original stuff right here. They copied that's, us. Right. That we, got, we got the stuff right here and it's all real. It's all awesome. And so I love, you know, Pinchas coming out there with the seats with the name of God zapping Bilam out of the sky, having that negotiation with That'd them. That'd be a great movie. That's what I like. You know, and if you didn't make it into a movie, at least tell it like a movie. And that's what Shabbos is about. It's the time to tell the movie to the kids and make them be like, this is awesome stuff. This is awesome stuff. This is powerful stuff. And all that stuff that you see in the movies, let it come to your aid to have an imagination for this, for this battle, epic battle between Pinchas and Bilam and this triad, which finishes off finally, you know, in this. So you have... Just, just I'll, I'll, I'll just run it through one more time very quickly. First, you have the triad of the Jews are blessed. Oh no, but they're acting like they're cursed. They got, they fell for the trap. Comes Pinchas, and and God was angry at the Jews. Pinchas saves the day by actually running through Doing something very hard. Yeah, very hard. And then the Jews are like, Oh my God, you're a killer, bro. What's that about? You can't be doing that to our tri- to our heads of our tribe. I mean, let's put it this way: if someone would do something like that today, in order to arouse the penitence <laughs> of the Jewish people, it probably would not go over well on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Right. It would not go well on Twitter. Right. Exactly. And so, but then God's like, "Oh, yes, good one, my man." Okay, do not touch him. <laughs> He's with me. Okay, and 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 I'm giving him my breach shalom. Okay, and then lastly, oh, you got the breach shalom. You did a big thing. No, get out there. I need there. you to finish the job. Get out there and fight the wars of Israel. Oh, now you're going to face the evil wizard Mano Imano. Up in the air. Either get up in the air, fly above him, drop that guy. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, or 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 have an old school negotiation where he's like pleading for his life, and you're like, no. <laughs> okay oh, or man. or do so the fauda. right or do the jewish thing which is send them to court have a big negotiation put some rabbis in there put some rabbis in there and then be like he shall die or finally be like no send this other lad okay with the special sword the sword that comes, comes from, out in slow-mo right like the sword of the sword of the snake and then and then and then and then when he's it like glints right and he's like i want the death of of the righteous be like 
No. No. Okay, we deny you that. Anyway, that's that. That's what I get excited about. All right, <laughs> that's like, and it's all hidden. It's all hidden gems. It's all hidden stuff. And you gotta. My favorite book, by the way, and I. And if if you want a big investment, friends. Everyone's looking for a big financial payout. I, I know today. it's a, I know it's a tough moment, but 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 the people may the blessing be returned, including to you. including my good friends uh, Bobby and his family, who listen to me on this. Yes, and I highly recommend if you want to buy a set that will change your life. And this is not the starting set. I wouldn't say this is the the starting thing that I would always tell people to buy. What, is like buy, the number one first set of Jewish books? Right. The first thing that you should buy in your house if you don't have it, and I'm, and I'm sure most people have it, is the blue stone edition art scroll Chumash. The five books of Moses, yes. Pentateuch. It's a classic. Okay. It's a classic. Get that thing. Everyone needs that. You go. They have a Tanakh also. Wait, no, but I'm not saying go to the. I'm saying get the five books of Moses with the with the with the commentary of the art scroll. If you read through that, you've got the basics of Judaism. You're in good shape. Nice. That's one. Two. That's a very low cost investment. Right. Two is the book of our heritage, or we like to call hook of our heritage. Okay. Here, it, it, you get that in your house, the three Rabbi sets. Eliyahu Kitov. You get that three set? You get the little set with the little books? Whatever, there's a few different versions, you're golden. Get get that. That's what you need. Those two things, you're going to be knowing of Judaism. Yes. Okay. Now, that's, but if you want some- That's two sets you got there. Now, if you want some depth- You know, the high holidays are coming. That's right. Now, if you, you want, want a little Jewish depth, books in your house. If you want a depth, if you want something, if you want a set that people will come into the house and be like, bang- that guy's learning Torah. That gal's wow, learning Torah. Wow, that right. guy's serious. And if you want the real inside stuff, you buy the Me'am Loez. Me'am Loez. And do they, do have, they have it in English? Not only do they have it in English, but they have, of course, the great Rabbi Kaplan's translation. Ooh, Rabbi Arya Kaplan? Rabbi Arya Ka- of Kaplan. Of blessed memory? Of blessed memory, who learned Ladino in order wow, to translate wow, this wow, book. Wow, they don't make him like they used to. Oh, forget about it. He's Bemet Mashu, 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 Mashu. Uh, so that's the Mi'amlo is. And some of my friends have listened to me. Some of my listeners have listened to me on this. And they've been blessed. That's wow. right. They've been blessed. Um, I just want to, before we go on to, to the next section. They say you can even use your chair. I, this, is a, this is a matter of debate. But some rabbis say that you can use money meant for charity on holy books. From experience, I say, don't do it. Okay? <laughs> don't do well, it. Well, if people are really desperate, I'm saying. Yes, and they really want to get a holy book, but maybe they have no money at all. Right, so you can you could use your tithe money, but again, I say to you, I don't recommend it from experience. Okay, that's it. I don't have time right now to get into that whole story. I don't recommend using your tithe money f- to buy books. I have a whole long crazy story about that. Okay, do you remember the story? Of course. Okay, we're not. I'm, I don't have time for it right now. Nothing bad. Nothing bad. No, happened. it's an awesome story. It's, it's a funny story. And if you write to me, write hashtag tithe my books. I will tell the story on the next show. Uh, okay? okay. Okay. That's it. Um, I also, speaking of, of, of taking this pause, I just want to recommend people, you need some Israeli wine in your gullet, okay? We so could all use a little more wine in our gullet My mom days, said I that think. you should be drinking more wine. That's what she told me. Tell she Malka, said that I need to said, be drinking more she wine? She said, have her give more. Have Antioxidants. Her have That's right. L'chaim is good for you, especially wine from the land of Israel, which is just so holy and will connect you to, to the land itself. I am working now with a new partner organization, which is called Israel Wines. Is it .org or .com? I forgot. Uh, it doesn't matter. You'll figure it out. Israel Wines. Dot com. Israel Wines. Israelwines.com. I want you to please do two things. One, order yourself a little bit of Hebrew wine for your Shabbat table. And two, I want you to tell me, if you put in the code Yishai, when you check out, you will get 10% off right there. What? Bang. Okay, that is like... That is like the sword of, Pin, of Pinchas, okay? Mm-hmm. You just stab through 10% <laughs> and, 
and, and and you are ready to drink lechaim. Israelwines.com. Now, also, I'm asking friends to please send me a. Um, I want to hear how this company's treating you. Okay, I want I want to hear if they're if you're feeling right. satisfied. I want we'll pinchas their face off. Yeah, I want to hear the truth. They're tr- not being I, I want, no, really. I want to know. I want to know how it's working for you. So write me an email, Yishai at yishaifleish.com or Yishai at thelandofisrael.com. And also, same goes for Tchelet, if you want a little true blue juice string at the edges yeah, of your... Yeah, we have some people who recently bought some some Tchelet, beautiful Tchelet That's strings, right. and they're if you so want proud. It, uh, at the corners of your garments, go to Tchelet.com. I saw a really funny picture on Twitter yeah. today. I, I, I wish that I could uh, quote the person because it was really funny. A person was like, uh, you have to make sure that your face mask is like the i don't know something about the four corners of the face mask and he basically affixed cc to all four corners of his face mask and they were hanging down from his face so it was really funny uh that is humorous so uh that's t-e-k-h-e-l-e-t i think that is not required but i like the sentiment it's cute and also by the way lastly if you want to visit the forefathers and mothers if you need a little boost of loving from the uh from the mamas and the papas we could all use a hug from our grandparents right now you know what i'm talking about you need a little loving, so go to hebronfund.org. Look at the pictures, look at the videos, connect to the story, be part of the foundation of the Jewish people and peoplehood. I don't care if you ain't Jewish. What do you mean don't care? I, Come on in and that's right. non-Jewish Come on people. In. That's right. And 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 if it's if and I'll quote forever, I will quote uh the great uh Mike Pence, Vice President of the United States, who said, Abraham is our forefather in faith. Mm-hmm. Like that very much mm-hmm. for forefather in faith. That is just a good phrase. That's so true. Speaking of good phrases, Malka. Yeah. You are a master, Malka. I've been twittering. You, you've been tweeting your face <laughs> off. I'm like happy when I got 15 I, likes. I think you I'm just, spending a little too much. It's very it's a it's it's hard to balance the Twitter thing. Because on the one hand, if you don't engage, it's not like Facebook all the way. If you don't engage, then like no one engages with you. But if you engaged suddenly you're like i've been on twitter for two hours yes what have i done today yes nothing yes the kids are in trash the husband husband is hungry (laughs) no it's i think that your show every week should just have a photo gallery of the breakfasts i make for you not only that maka but but the truth is is that your tweeting is very important i mean that very seriously and i really think you're rocking it why don't you just tell us about uh, one or two of your of your powerful tweets this week so I had some powerful tweets this week, yeah. it turns out. Let me yeah. pull them up. Um, on Twitter, you know, it's funny because one of the goals, and, and it's, it's, I think it's okay to say that it's a goal because you're trying to get your message out to as many people as possible. One of your goals is to get as many followers as you can, to right. get follower, you know, more and more followers is, is, is better. So because I, you have more impact. I will say now that I have over 3,800 followers. Yes. Okay? But... And sometimes you're like, I'm doing great. I have 3,800 followers. But then other times you're like, you look at people like Ariel Gold. And if you're on Twitter, you know who Ariel Gold is. She's the leader of an organization called Code Pink. And she is this person who at least is from Jewish descent. I don't know if we call her Jewish. Uh, she she purports well, well, to be Jewish. Well, more, and more she comes out. She, most importantly is that she brandishes judaism jewish right she uses her an identity as a jew on twitter to to really like really really fight israel and to call israel an apartheid and to say that zionists are racist and to say that that any statue from from herzl to moses should be pulled right that that basically that basically like 
She wants like the destruction of Judaism and the destruction of Israel. So what's but point, what's the point of being Jewish? But she has like tens of thousands of followers, right? On but, Twitter. But I don't care about her dark energy. I care about your your awesome light energy of Jerusalem uh, and the and the menorah of Israel. So we're fighting. We're fighting out there on the social media platforms, and I think that it's not dumb. Meaning to say, I think that it's important because it's important because that's where we're living. People are living on social media today and we can have an impact on each other, if nothing else, than to just shore each other up because it's really hard out there today. True. So I put out a post one day ago and the truth is I found this online. It was like a meme that I basically put up myself and it it says, they hate Jews when we are poor. They hate Jews when wait, we wait, are wait, rich. Wait, 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 slow down. I, I didn't hear you well. It's a meme. It's a meme. Okay. What and on the meme, it says, yeah. they hate Jews when we are poor. They hate Jews when we are rich. They hate Jews when we are asking for help. They hate Jews when we are offering help. They hate Jews when we are religious. They hate Jews when we are atheists. They hate Jews when we lean left. They hate Jews when we lean right. They hate Jews when we live separately. They hate Jews when we are part of society. They hate Jews when we are weak. They hate Jews when we are strong. They hate Jews when we are stateless. They hate Jews when we have Israel. There's a common denominator here, mm-hmm. uh, which is obviously they hate Jews. There are people who just stom hate Jews. Yep. So this tweet that I put out yesterday got 577 likes, 169 retweets, and a lot of people really identified with it. Um, and when you put out a tweet like this also, you start to see, you start to really see that there are Jews all over the world and particularly in the United States, who feel so lonely and vulnerable right now. And it's funny, Ishai, because I was that person once upon a time. I lived in the middle of Texas. I was the only Jew in my school. I like, it was, it was very hard and very lonely. And I think that people, even some people who are not as isolated as I was, feel themselves to be very ideologically isolated today. Um, and I and I think one of the draws of living in the state of Israel for me was that I don't have to feel like that anymore. Right. That I can be amongst my people and feel strong and safe in my opinions right. about being Jewish and my pride in being Jewish, my certainty as to the justice of our cause and the justice of our land and, and the trajectory on which we're, we are trying to go. That's right. And so I just want to say that uh, there were there were more tweets that I put out this week that were kind of tell right us, now. Tell us one more. Right now, anti-Semitism is probably the big. If you had to say between like the the justice of Israel and Israel as an atrocity maker, or are Jews being persecuted? Those kind of two topics, anti-Semitism versus anti-Israelism mm-hmm, specifically, mm-hmm. they're obviously intertwined, but. The anti-Semitic angle versus the anti-Israel angle. Right now, it's the anti-Semitic angle. Yeah, people are really feeling, especially with the rise, the re-rise. I don't know. This guy is like a nine lives type of person, uh, Louis Farrakhan. No, he's not a nine lives person. I disagree with that completely. He he is a man who, for a very long time, has been holding the line. He's been saying his stuff. And yeah, but never he like went. It's not that he went underground. Wait. Meaning to say, he never hid his opinions that were right. like calling Israel a Satan and the Jewish people a Satan and the enemy of America and all these things. Like really 
out there anti-Semitic statements. But he like no one heard about you weren't talking about Louis Farrakhan right. a year ago. Right. Because this is his moment. All this of is, a sudden he's like risen up this again. This is his moment. This is the moment that he has risen up. And I and I've realized now what a big mistake the Jewish people have made with this guy. We should have taken him down. How? A how? Long time how do you take down Louis Farrakhan, the the, the head Send of the, the nation Lord. of Islam? I promise you that this. I'm asking you, and I'm saying to you, I promise you that this guy is involved in all kinds of thuggery, sketchiness. I promise you that if you looked into it, you'll find financial. You'll find and you'll find thuggishness and murder and other things that they've been involved in. I promise you. I promise you that if you dug, if you found some good Jewish lawyers to dig some some district attorneys, they would have put him in jail already. He is an evil man. He really is. He's a man of evil. He really is. And you can't say that, like, you don't find us using that term very much on this show. No, no, no. He's a man of evil. But that guy is like a bad man. He is a bad man. And and what and everything what, he touches is bad. And I, I I remembered something that that I saw in a video about Rabbi Meir Kahana. The story goes that I saw a video on YouTube about Rabbi Meir Kahana standing on the lawn of an Illinois Nazi. Yeah. Okay. And he's standing on his lawn, and there's a big press conference on this lawn, and he's making a big stink about this guy. And the journalist about the Nazi about this Nazi, this Illinois Nazi, was saying stuff about Israel and about Jews and all that kind of stuff. All right. Journalist says to him. Why are you, Rabbi Kahana, why are you making such a big deal out of this guy? This he's not, guy, he's not, he's like not big. Right, he's not, he doesn't even have any social sway. He's not, he's, he's not, he's not that important. You're making such a thing of him. So he goes, I'll never forget this. He goes, exactly. I'm taking him down now before he gets mm-hmm, too big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I realized. Yeah, Louis Farrakhan has definitely Lewis like Farrakhan, hit his 15 minutes. Right. He, he has hit it big right now. Right now in a racial moment in right. America. He's, he's right like, now where, where, right. where there's a lot of trouble, where there's violence in the streets, when, where people are desperately looking for leadership comes out a man with right, a very and clear looking vision. To justify their, their cause is righteous. Correct. Very good, Malka. It's a man. And he's a man ripe for his time. And that is our fault that we did not take him down. And on America's fault as well, by the way. Like the FBI's fault and other people like that. They did not understand that this guy's an evil man. And now you have an evil man. He's no different than any of the like most... uh volatile imams in the middle east who call for the destruction of jerusalem he's of the same he's of he's the, the same, same caliber the only difference is he also knows the 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 the, the language and the soul of the american black right. person he's, the, he's an american expert right so he he gets them he's not speaking like that kind of islam he's right. talking american islam prison islam other kinds of stuff like that. he's talking that kind of language and he is now and now and now you're seeing that america's most important people which are athletes which are you know are now backing his 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 demented vision. Well, it's not over yet. I didn't say it's over. I'm only saying that now he is has stature. Bringing him down now is harder. Bring him down it's now. It's harder, harder, but maybe it's more glorious. Well, says you know, says the Tao Te Ching. Sometimes things have to g- get big before they go down. Right. They, sometimes. You I have, mean, I think that maybe he's going to look. If you want to look at it through like biblical type eyes, like maybe he's rising up to be big so we can knock him down hard. Maybe. Haman maybe. also should have been knocked down yeah. uh, earlier on. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, you know what? Look, my point is, is that, is that, you know what? I'll tell you, I've been in the business of promoting Aliyah for over 20 years. Yes. And people have always said, talk about anti-Semitism. And I said, I will not talk about American anti-Semitism. Until the day that it rears its ugly head. Because till then... The Which we problem, did not think was going to happen. I Let's never just said say. That. No, I'm not... Did that. you think it was going to happen? Why would I use that language 
cautiously if I didn't think that there would be there was a chance of that. I always said, if that day comes, I will use that language. I never said, eh, nah. I just said, right now, the real problem of America is philo-Semitism. Right. Okay, assimilation. I said, if that day comes, and I also said, if that day ever comes, there'll be a blessing in it also, because anti-Semitism has within it always a blessing. Right. Reminds the Jew that he's an other. Right, a Jew who's just about to disappear suddenly right. can't blend in so easily. That's right, and it reminds him that he's an other, and also reminds him about the land of Israel. That's a fact. It's a sad right. fact, but well, it's a fact. They're expecting, like, they're expecting huge as Aliyah I, waves As I said, there's a 400% rise in interest in Aliyah, so and it's not over yet. That's right. And please go to Nefesh Benefesh's website, nbn.org. Uh And fill out, fill out a uh, form for Aliyah. Uh, and, and consider You don't have consider to come. It. You could just fill out your form. Right. Just consider it. For God's sakes, the homeland is calling. For your sake. Not because you have to run, but because if it's not because as good. Because maybe you do. <laughs> I don't know. But because if it's not as good, then consider fulfilling the great dream of, of generations. Meaning to say, I like what you're saying, but I have to push back. I have to push back a little bit push back. and say, I'm going to go revert to Twitter again. They don't call you okay? pushback, Malka, for nothing. And say that on Twitter, there are people who are like, I don't know why people are pushing Jews suddenly to make Aliyah, like Jewish American, right. like young people. Right. They're like, people should make Aliyah because uh, because they want to, right? Because it's like sure. a, a, because it's like a beautiful thing. Sure. Now. That's not wrong, right? You should come to Israel because it's a beautiful thing. Right. But some people have managed not to see that it's a beautiful thing. And instead, what's going to happen is that they need somewhere to go. And I say, that's fine, okay? There's no shame in that. Just come. It, if you if you think, well, you know, I don't really like love Israel. I'm only coming there to like save my life. Fine with me, okay? Come here to save your life. You don't have to come because you're a big ideologue. Come to Israel for whatever reason. And I'm saying a third option. Yes. Which is sometimes situations will make you realize that something is more beautiful than you thought. Right. Sometimes you'll be like, you know what? I see that light. I that get I it now. See. I get it now. That I didn't I didn't quite see it before. Sometimes you buy a place or something and you're like or something and you're like, you didn't like it so much, but then with time you learn to see a beauty in it or something like that. That's all I'm saying. This is a time to see the beauty of the land of Israel. That's all. Right. Uh, speaking of uh, bad guys, there's some bad guys in Iran, in Iran. Yeah. And there are some mysterious explosions. Golly. And these explosions are rocking. Some of these explosions are massive. massive. And they've set back the, um, the Iranian uh, nuclear program by years. I think even more than that. Like really massive explosions. They haven't said, by the way, they don't say how many people have died in all this, but I'm certain people have died in it. But I'll tell you what, though. I'm guessing that whatever forces are interested in stopping the uh, Iranian uh, nuclear um, program, uh, program, what's it called, ambitions, mm. are probably concerned that in the United States there may be a different regime in a few months, maybe, uh, a Biden presidency, a Democratic uh, presidency, Democrat presidency. And so they're saying, let's, let's get as much done right now as long as we have a green light. That's my guess about these forces, uh, wh- whoever they may be. And so, uh, and so there's been a lot of attacks on some of the haters of Israel. Right. Um, there was one interesting, like, Iranian destruction thing, which was there was a port, and all of a sudden these, like, wooden boats, these, like, big wooden boats in the port, like, all, like seven of them, like, went up in flames all at once. Wow. I read an article, and they're like, we can't see any foul play. There's no... So I wonder if that's true. A, B, it's like Iran is having a... A hard time right now. Right. Um, Israel is not denying 
its involvement in multiple major um, strikes on military targets in Iran. And now this. And Iran is in the middle of some nasty coronavirus, although I will not say that we are impervious to that here in Israel either. In fact, I would say the very opposite. Yes, indeed, corona is with us, and we're we're heading here in Israel towards a potential lockdown. Right, and uh, the truth is, like, after all the, like, rah, rah, rah that we just gave you about Aliyah and how we don't have to deal with the same kind of anti-Semitism and how hard it is outside of Israel— it's not to say that we don't have our own issues here. Of course. Um, the coronavirus is flaring up in a pretty nasty way. Yeah. Also, it's like bringing to light yet again the problematic politics that's going on here in Israel right, right. now and the major holes in the um, unity government. If you recall, Israel created this, like Bibi kept calling, excuse me, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Thank you. Kept calling for a unity government. Because he was like, we got to pass a corona budget and we got to like unify because we have this bad um, disease and we got to fight it together as a nation and, and stop it with the politics, right? Except now uh, Benny Gantz is Israel's defense minister. And there is like, there's some major infighting in the government right now. Mm-hmm. Prime Minister Netanyahu um, wants, he kind of seems to be siding with the um, the health ministry, which wants to wants to more severely lock down things and quell this virus, uh, bring it back down a little bit because it's really flaring. But Gantz and his kind of side of the political aisle want to keep things open. They don't want to close things down because they're cons- very, very concerned about the economic ramifications of everything. Um, the health ministry, which is being run by Yuli Edelstein, um, a Likud, who was our former um, Speaker of the House, um, and a like a major Likud player who was like for a few seconds being considered to run for Prime Minister in the case that Netanyahu couldn't, and things like that, because of corruption cases that we're dealing with in with Prime Minister Netanyahu. Um, he runs the Health Ministry, and he wants to basically control the the um, or rather be in charge of the response to coronavirus and making sure that everything's organized under his leadership. Whereas Benny Gantz wants everything um, unified under his leadership, just like Netanyahu did the first round when he gave control to Defense Minister Naftali Bennett, who was, as we say in Israel, learn a new word, everybody, a totach. Totach, which means... Totach. T-O-T-A-C-H. <laughs> and I, want, I didn't think you would spell that in English. And yes. I, want, I want you, everybody, to send me hashtag totach. Totach. Yishaya totach. Atamamash totach. Is it totach? And what does it mean literally? Totach is a cannon. A cannon. You're yeah, a cannon, a cannon. okay? You're, but it means like you're so the man. You, you do it. And you're yeah. really, really strong. A girl is a totachit. Right. Okay? A lady cannon. Yeah. Boom. Right? So... So Naftali Bennett was like very strong and he was like, okay, you do this and you do this and you do this. And he gave everybody the like calm leadership thing and taking control. Whereas Netanyahu appears not to want to give Benny Gantz control of the coronavirus thing. So we're all like trying not to get coronavirus. The hospitals are like, oh, we're straining. The health ministry is like, we got this. The defense minister is like, no, we got this. Netanyahu is like, you know what I want to do? I want to give 750 shekels to every person in Israel um, what's that called when you give money, um, like, like they did in America when they tried to, a bailout, not a bailout, what is, you know what I'm, yeah, 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 uh, stimulus, remember. stimulus, thank you, he wants to give a stimulus to everybody, and then there are people in the economic 750 circles, 750 shekel? Yeah. I can get like, 
10 falafels on that? Well, no, uh, what do you mean? No, you can get a lot of falafels on no, that. I'm, uh, 20 uh, falafels. 20 falafels, okay. That's a whole lot. That's a whole party. That's a whole illegal party worth of falafels. It's like a Shabbos. It's like the cost of okay, a Shabbos. Okay, but you're you're getting money from you. Meaning to say, <laughs> like, this money that's coming in is just... I like getting money from me. No. I like getting I, money from I'm, Hashem. Look, so wait. So then the economic people are like, wait, so like... Ishai Fleischer is going to get 750 shekels and so is Rami Levy, the owner of like all the grocery stores, like not all, but like a big chain of grocery stores in Israel. That doesn't make any sense. We have to like only give money to people who really need it right now. Yep. But Bibi is seeming to really like push this thing. Anyway, so it's it's a little bit of a mess. I sometimes miss the old days where not every single thing was reported because I'm sure it used to be like this somewhat in politics uh, for I, I forever think, and ever maka i think that you're, you're you're being very funny it has nothing to do with the reporting all the politics but it's like sometimes it, a, it just it like everything to sucks do with all reading. the confidence no because you're reading too much into it that's why it's very what do you important. mean i mean it's a, i don't mean you're reading too much into it you're reading much about I'm reading it too much news yeah you gotta you gotta step back a little bit maybe it just sometimes feels like stuff is out of control that's, and also here in israel the because news media everything loves that feeling that's a thing. That's the thing the right. news media loves. Also to in Israel, though, because also because I'm saw, a religious person. I saw person. an interview yesterday with Gantz. They just kept on. Not that I'm a big Gantz fan, but they just kept on asking him questions in a way to like squeeze some to, kind to, of yeah, gristle out of him. And, and he was like, "No," and he's like, "We're handling it, and we're doing our best." And I just, I just think that you know, as always, the news media does not have our best interests in mind they have their no, best interests in mind that's and really sadly true yeah and you know sometimes but that's because why that's why people have no. the Yishine Malka show yes to to enjoy a little bit of like light the times the light-hearted loving the part of the lo- uh, uh, land of Israel you write about all the hardships Malka but, but I just wanted to say I want to finish my sentence which is to say it. that like as a religious person also it feels like may, I'm guilty of doing this for sure like every up yeah you're like there we go we're like, we're getting to our destination. We're being the people that we want to be. We're like, the nation is headed in the right direction. And then every time when, when something doesn't go like that, you're like, we're just stuck in this loop forever. Yeah. I, I, so, so I will tell you that I think that, w- that two things. One is that I'll never forget a piece of advice that Rabbi Yaakov Wolf told me. He told me that Rav Cook says that who writes history? Who writes Jewish history? The prophets. And the reason you need prophets to write Jewish history is because it's hard to tell what exactly the central theme of any generation is. Hmm. It's hard to tell because you can see Israel today as not religious, uh, driving on Shabbos, um, uh, not very knowledgeable in Judaism, anti-Haredi, anti-Haredi or anti-Zionist. You can see a lot of that stuff, and then and then and then you're like, what are you talking about, like? The nation's coming home. The land is being rebuilt. The land is fruitful. We're blessed. Amazing, you know, successes in economics, in war, in health. There are more people learning Torah today than ever before. No more books coming out than ever before. So it's like, how can you tell? You say, God, what is the true trajectory of this generation? The answer is, I don't know. I think I think I know. I think I feel it. Or at least let's put it this way. I'm going to go with my internal compass. But the real truth is it's hard to know, and that's why you need prophets. You need great right. people uh, well, in, in our time. I don't time. know who the prophet is today. I don't know who the prophet is, uh, but um, um, I think we are living in, in great times, and there, there are hiccups along the way. It's not, like a, it's, it's, like a, you know, it's not like one smooth trajectory up. There's a lot of challenges, a lot of, a lot of ups and downs along the way, uh, and there's going to be Pinchas, and there's going to also be Bilam. 
Yeah. There's going to be Bilam times where, where he's rocking it and he's doing this thing and 24,000 die. But we get him. But we, we get, get him, him in the end. end. Right. But, but, it, but it was a Fauda thing where like it went up and down, up and down. Speaking of Fauda, by the way, lastly, Malka. Uh, don't. No spoilers. No, no, no spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about season three. <laughs> uh, but what I, what I will tell you is the first thing we have to watch a new show now, which yeah. is not Fauda, which is called Tehran. Tehran. Has Tehran. anybody seen this? Yeah, that's the show in Israel. Everybody's talking. My mom has seen it. <gasps> she says it's awesome. No way. Yeah. I'm so excited. That's number one. But two, I want to tell you, speaking of, of Tehran or, or our good friends in Los Angeles, Tehranjelis, you know, our Persian friends in yes, Tehran. Yes, God bless them. I just love saying Tehranjelis. In any case, uh, at the end of the Torah portion, the end of the second Torah portion, Masai, Masai we have uh, the cities of refuge. Mm-hmm. Cities of refuge. And cities of refuge seems like an outmoded thing. Like, why would somebody who killed somebody accidentally run to a city of refuge? But the idea that there's a city of refuge out there, that sometimes you make mistakes in life. So you're going to go to a kind of jail, but in that jail, you're going to grow spiritually. You're going you're to find out. You get a, classes. You, you get classes. You're going to hang out with the, with the Levites and all that kind of stuff. You know, the truth is, as I realized, we have car accidents. We have about 500 people that, that get killed a year. Right. In car accidents, that's actually exactly that. It's 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 death that happens through uh, uh, carelessness and through problems, and it's a lesson for us. Right. First thing, it's a lesson I think about the land of Israel that, that it itself is a city of refuge. Right. Think about that. There's a city of refuge where you can where you can be part of something. That city of refuge, by the way, is not through only flying here and living here. It's also through listening to the show. Right. It's also through opening the Torah. It's also through having Shabbat. These are all cities of refuge. Right. Okay. Shabbat is a refuge in time. Okay. And Eretz Israel is, is a refuge in 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 in, in geography and on the land. Uh, and thinking a, a deep thought and taking a moment to pray in your day is a city of refuge. Okay. Where we're out there working hard and we're fighting one another, just to have that city of refuge where we pray a little bit, where we, we focus our thoughts. And on And then God. you can go back out again. And the greatest city of refuge of them all is God Himself. He's really the city of refuge of 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 all this, of of, of a deeper place to be other than the place that we find ourselves. So I want to wish you, Malka, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat I'm, I'm shalom. looking forward to spending a great uh, time. Good health. Good health. For you, for That's us, right. for everybody. Either corona-free or quickly. No, uh, no, no. Corona-free. No, but there's already listeners. I, I already have many uh, listeners who have already been through well, it. Well, corona-free. Right, right. Corona they should be. They should be completely healthy and, and no after effects yes. and just just healthy. That's right. I want to wish everybody really a wonderful Shabbos. Please write me an email, Yishai at the land of Israel or Yishai at YishaiFleischer.com. So write me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Remember the hashtag. I love your emails too. People have been sending you, um, emails to you Yishai. Got a, you got a great email about uh, about fun shopping. F- fun shopping. Also, I got some strep throat emails. There you go. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people recommended, like my friend Arthur recommended that we buy uh, strep throat uh, tests right in America. rapid strep tests we're gonna well, do who all knows that when stuff. we're gonna see America again yeah who knows but hopefully Amazon will continue to fly no it doesn't what do you mean continue uh, at some point we'll be re- reinstated it's heartbreaking and I also want to pray for El Al one of my favorite yes. companies who's going through hard times uh, our beloved El Al Misha Ber Chavoteinu Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov Amen Amen El Al should fly again soon we should all fly again soon, but let's use this time as a time, as a city of refuge to grow and get stronger, to love our families more, to, to spend good times, and to have deep thoughts about what exactly we want to do and want to achieve in life. Uh, check out our sponsors, hebronfund.org. Visit the city of refuge, of the, which was literally a city of refuge, Hebron. Visit the fathers and mothers. Uh, Israel Wines, 
uh, com. Nothing like a city of refuge in yes. a cup of Israeli wine. Uh, All right. Yeah. You and can definitely find some fi- refuge in there. That's right. And of course, uh, Trela, T-E-K-H-E-L-E-T. Both of those last ones just write in uh, coupon code Yishai and get percentages off slash them like Pinchas with a sword. Yes. And that's it. We have some, I just want to say that we have some show dedications coming up. Yes, we do. Uh, people have written in and given a donation. Um, to Next. dedicate the show that's to right. their loved ones. And I want to uh, invite all of you, maybe who didn't know that that's possible, to um, to go to the com website and go to the donations page and we can dedicate a show for you or for someone you love. You know, uh, we have a neighbor, Ishai, who has an online Judaica store. And she was telling me that her sales are really up. And I figured out why. It's because people are not able to see each other. And because they're not able to spend time together, they want to send like tokens of love to each other. So they're sending each other these things. So uh, if anyone wants to dedicate the show to someone they love and send a shout out to somebody who's a regular listener at EshaiFleischer.com, we would be super duper happy to do that. Yes, absolutely, and it's it doesn't cost a lot, but it's but it really makes a big difference. So that's EshaiFleischer.com. Join us there and check out all the other stuff. Also, hopefully. Leanne Ra coming out my big article to answer Binart. Oh, hopefully that's coming it's the out. Final countdown. That's right. I'm, I'm fighting against what I call Binartistan. Oh, let's see what's going to happen in yeah. that article. I'm, yeah, it's going to go. It's going to go. Uh, me. Oh, Isha, are you going to fly up in the air? Yeah, I'm going to fly up in the air, shoot him and down. And then he's going to fly up in the air. Then he's going to beg for mercy, and I'm going to say, maybe because okay. you're Jewish. Okay, that's right. All okay. right, Binart. We don't want your stinking Binartistan, Binart. Uh, but if you would like to be a Zionist activist, come on in. That's right. You could do chuva. Use your fabulous writing yes. skills for we the good. We will not use any. Because right now you snake are wearing knives on the dark. You. If I t- if I take off the dark Darth Vader uh, face mask, am I going to see a good person under there? I hope so. I really hope so. <sighs> <laughs> Rescue me, shy. <sighs> yes, I will. By Nardistan. Anyway, God bless you, folks, wherever you are. Lots of love. Lots of blessings. Lots from of health. Lots of health and lots of blessings from the land of blessings. And Shabbat Shalom. Keep being strong out there. Be like Pinchas, my friends. Fly up in the sky. But don't be violent. Don't be violent, but fly up in the sky. Take down the things that, that, that want to stop the Jewish people from moving ahead. Be part of a great, great story, and let's fly ahead. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Shabbat Shalom. Tune in to Israel Uncensored with Josh Haston for a very special interview with Ashager Araro, founder of the Ethiopian Israeli Heritage Center in Tel Aviv. I'm proud Zionist that I understand I'm the first generation Ethiopian Jew who in my family that is able to live free as Jews. And we cannot take it for granted and we have to fight for it. That's Israel Uncensored with Josh Haston on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy Gimpel. Have you heard about the Land of Israel Fellowship? We started about one month ago, and people from all over the world, 24 countries, have joined. We meet live every Sunday, and the video session is recorded and then broadcast to all the members. And it's an exclusive group. It's a group that's focused on learning. We're focused on praying together. We're focused on growing together. And it has been one of the biggest blessings in my life. And we have people from New Zealand to Australia, Alaska, Hawaii, Hong Kong, Jews, 
Christians, we have a Buddhist, we have one Muslim that's joined. We have people from so many different backgrounds, languages, and cultures, and we are literally creating a virtual house of prayer for all nations. And it is truly marvelous. And so if you want more information about that, please visit www.thelandofisrael.com slash fellowship. And I would love to see you next Sunday.